Welcome to the Business of Sport, brought to you by Sports Finder. Every week, our CEO, Ahmad El-Hali, and his co-host, Rob Yowell, founder of Gemini Sport, come together to break down the hottest topics in the world of the business of sport. Welcome, everybody, to our weekly segment of the Business of Sport with myself, Ahmad El-Hali, and Mr. Rob Yowell on Twitter Spaces. Um, once again, we have a jam-packed week, a lot happening in the world of sports. Let's start up the top. This is a big one. I mean, this is one that's really setting the standard in the world of sports and sports betting. Penn's acquisition of Barstool Sports. So I'll just give a brief overview. In January 2020, Penn acquired 36% stake in Barstool for $163 million. And as of recent, I believe they, they required the remaining stake for $388 million, right? It's huge, massive. Uh, I mean, since, and I'll just share some stats. Uh, since the in, in initial purchase in 2020, Barstool Sports has absolutely exploded, right? They've grown their audience over 194%. They've recorded total podcast downloads of over 1.6 billion. They've increased sales by 160%. They've delivered more than 875,000 videos across social media, totaling more than 128 billion video views. They've sold more than 5 million units in clothing in two years. So this just really speaks volumes of the uh, the size and reach of Barstool Sports. I mean, they have over 200 million followers on, on, on social media. So what, what are your thoughts? Are we going to see a, a new trend in, acquisition, in, in acquiring media companies by these no. media companies, gambling companies, or what? Uh, you know, look, I, I, think, uh, I think Barstool is, has re- – what they've done is that they've hit a sweet spot in middle America, right? I mean, they they kind of appeal to to the every man, the every woman of 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 sports, sports gambling. You know, whether you like them or not, you know, uh, you know, barstool prez. You know, one bite, everybody knows the rule. You know, you you have gravitated towards towards Dave and Big Cat and all this um, over the course of time because I think at some levels. We kind of know that guy. We, we we went to college with that guy. We grew up with that guy. We know that guy. You know, play, we play against him in the YMCA kind of thing. And I think there was a lot of Middle America, you know, that that embraced it. And obviously, you know, look, Penn Gaming got smart, got behind a couple brands, uh, you know, in in, in individuals uh, that had a following. Social media kind of took off. Um, you know, they're you know, they've, they've kind of hit it. I mean, they've, they've hit, they hit a sweet spot and, you know, obviously they've, they've sponsored a bowl game and had some fun with that. I mean, they're, and during the pandemic, they were, you know, they were one of those, one of those channels, if you will, that was always kicking out content, always out there reaching out and talking to you. You know, they they jumped right into NIL when that happened. Hey, you want to be a barstool athlete? I don't know what the hell that means, but Hey, I'm in, let's go. They didn't, they didn't like go, we got to check with corporate kind of thing. I mean, they, they, they embraced it and jumped in, you know, head first. And I think a lot of people gravitated to that and their numbers sh- certainly show that. So the investment 
that Penn game. And now look, there, there's been some controversy and there's been, there's been some, uh, some, some questionable comments and things like that that have come up, but you know, you know, we're, we're, we're seeing some crazy things play out with Alabama basketball right now. And we've seen things play out, you know, in the NFL before with domestic violence. I mean, look, every, every sports kind of got its wart. Um, but, you know, but the whole barstool thing, it, at the end of the day, it's worked and it's worked massively. And Penn Gaming has has doubled down. They said, we want more. We want more of this. Yes, please. And, uh, you know, their act, their, you know, their their complete acquisition of Barstool is an indicator of that. And and look, I, I think it was a right time, right place. I don't know if you can recreate that because there's a lot of things that made Barstool just go. And in some ways, you know, a a global pandemic and people wanting to engage in sports, you know, that was a platform that was still there. I mean, you know, I don't know if you can recreate it. So it's I'm not saying it's lightning in a bottle, but I think there were just so many things that happened that really kicked them at the right time. Um, They've got great personalities that you can that that you like, uh, that a lot of people like. Um, And, you know, look, it's. You, you tip your cap to a winner. So I tip my cap to those at Penn Gaming and Barstool for, for putting together a, um, you know, a, a great partnership. First and foremost, I think, you know, you had to, you know, when companies merge, acquire and all that kind of stuff, you know, look, there's, there's egos and personalities that, that can clash and can, you know, some people take their ball and go home. You know, they didn't, they, they grew, they worked together and, uh, and here they are, you know, doing doing fantastically well uh so tip of the cap to them and uh you know maybe maybe some some of these other you know brands out there you know take some notes you know find some uh find some personalities like this you don't go have to hire high-paid celebs to be your spokesperson go hire someone that uh uh you know the middle america can can uh can associate with a little bit more you know so uh, who knows we'll see do you think this will set a trend for other for these other big uh, sporting sporting books to go out there and get more involved with with these with these media companies? Um, you know, I, 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 look, I, I would I would think I would hope. I mean, but you know, the, at the same time, you know, a lot of you know the the you know Caesar sports book and the Bet MGMs of the world, um, you know, they're backed by you know global conglomerates now. So I mean, it's. You know, they are having to check a lot more boxes than Penn Gaming did, you know, with Barstool. So, you know, you're 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 seeing them, I don't want to say taking a safer route. They're they're just they're choosing to go with known commodities. They're choosing to partner with Mannings. They're choosing to partner with, you know, a Jamie Foxx. You know, that's where they're choosing to, you know, to align their brand. Um, I don't you know, I don't know that they're going to be at, you know, willing to take a risk. And, uh, you know, you know, do a barstool type of deal. Don't know. Um, you know, I mean, lot, lots, lots more exposure today than there was five years ago. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that they are, you know, they've, they've kind of chosen a path, um, right now. Cause you know, they're, they're already a, a massive gaming, you know, a global gaming commodity already. Um, and you know, they're, and, and they're kind of inverting it, you know, cause they used to be, Hey, everybody used to have to come to them in Vegas and, and Atlantic city. Now, um, you've got, you know, you know, almost, you know, what, 30, 30 States, 
you know, that have get 25, 30 states with, with gambling, um, you know, where they, these apps are in play now. So you know, people in Arizona aren't going to Vegas as much anymore because we can gamble here. We can, we can, we can bar stool it. We can, we can, uh, we can bet MGM it. We can, uh, you know, we, you know, we can fan duel it, DraftKings it, whatever here. And, uh, you know, save ourselves the four hour ride. Now we go to Vegas every once in a while still, but we don't got to, you know, we don't got to go there to lay a bet on a, on a, on a, on a game anymore. So, you know, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I'll go out there and say it is that we, we might not see something of this capacity again, but I think, I think you'll probably see some smaller, you know, attempts at this, but, um, you know, look, this was, this was a huge, huge home run for, for both of those parties. And like I said, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I love, I love seeing a winner. And that was, uh, Somebody uh, pushed all their chips in the middle of the table, and they uh, and they put it on black, and you know it landed in the right you know the right color, so to speak. You know, big big winner for uh, for Penn Gaming. A uh, betting company took took a big bet, and it paid off big. Yeah, yeah, go go figure, right? You know, they took a they took a gamble <laughs> and won uh, and won big. So uh, you know, yeah. you know, good for, good for them. Speaking of. Uh... Speaking of gambles, let's move into the XFL. I mean, the last time this league was launched, it was I think a six or seven hundred million dollar gamble by Vince 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 McMahon, and he just shut shop. Yeah, we've seen The Rock come back and relaunch, and we've had a, a an exciting first week. We had three to four games with the side by four points or less. I mean, for betters and sports and gambling in general, that would have been a very sweaty period of time, you know, very high heart rates and nervous energies and so on and so on. What are your thoughts of the first week of the uh, XFL? Well, I, I, uh, I, I watched a few of the games. I think as I'd shared with you before, my, uh, you know, my son went to a couple of their combines and uh, is playing in Europe right now because they wanted to see some film of him at quarterback. Uh, I, I watched to see how their quarterbacks played. You know, they they kind of made a yeah. made a jump in, uh, you know, getting a lot of you know a, a lot of players with NFL experience are, are on these rosters. And I think uh, it was one of the things when I was hearing the, you know, the broadcast that there was, uh, you know, they were they were talking about combined NFL games on each team. You know, based on the players on the roster. So, I, you know, that's something that they've they've used to lean into. And so, you know, hopefully for them that they. You know, there's a few more players that you may know from the professional ranks playing in their league as opposed to, you know, the USFL, you know, had a lot of guys you probably saw in college, maybe in the Canadian League. But they, you know, not not many NFL guys were ending up down there that that were trying to get back up. Um, but, uh, you know, I thought I thought uh, as with any you know new league, um, defense is ahead of the offense. Um, I thought that uh, you know, so, you know, some of the some of the games were a little a uh, little hard to watch, uh, but there were some very interesting finishes. Obviously, their rules kind of created. You know, I watched you know that St. Louis Battlehawks come back and and win. Um, you know, win by you know getting a touchdown, a three point conversion, and then another touchdown to win in the last three minutes. And, oh, and and converting the fourth and fifteen onside kick. Um, you know, so so there was some excitement there, but you know, I I kind of watch it by positions, so I was watching how quarterbacks played, and I thought, you know, quarterbacks were weren't weren't the best, 
Um, but, uh, but look, I, as, as I tweeted out, I said, Hey, it's, it's the second week. It's the, you know, you know, third weekend in February and I'm, and I'm watching professional football. This is great. <laughs> you know, it's kind of, uh, I was saying that, yeah. It was, uh, you know, I was watching that and not watching the NBA All Star Game, which we'll get to here in a bit. But you know, I was, I was, yeah. you know, I, I was having more fun watching those games. And uh, and look, I I appreciate, you know, the uh, you know the Rock putting his his brand, uh, you know, behind this and and you know and all the you know all the people. I mean, I you know know Russ Brandon and know some of the coaches and. You know, so I know folks in the front office and, and guys that are coaching. I mean, they just love football. And so, you know, look, it's it's an opportunity for, for guys to keep playing that love this game. Um, and look, yeah, I thought the, and, and, and the league was was doing was doing fine, um, you know, the second time around, you know, with uh, with Vince. And then, then the pandemic hit, you know, I mean, you know, they were just they had just started their damn year. Um, and you know, couple couple weeks in, and all of a sudden we got a pandemic, and the world shut down, shuts down. And and you know, speaking of that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they were you know, they were just not in a position financially to you know because a lot of their deals were based on you know ad, ad revenue shares with their TV partners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and once and once the product wasn't being delivered, then their revenue streams dried up. And you know, Vince is like, well, you know, cutting bait on this because my because you know my WWE still going. Um, and, uh, and, yeah. and, uh, and so look, I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that the XFL has some success. I think we're still waiting for some ratings to come out. We got a game tomorrow night. Uh, got a I, Thursday night I, game. I got some for you. Okay. Well, well good. Some, yeah. Uh, well, get, give me the update. So let's do, yeah. So let's, let's, so let's start here. The first four XFL telecast windows that actually declined by 50% in viewership from the, the 2020 version. Um, the inaugural game, uh, Vegas Arlington on on Saturday afternoon, it averaged 1.54 million viewers, down 54% from the first game through three years ago, which was 3.3 million. Viewership also trailed the inaugural games of last year's, like of the U- the USFL and the 2019 Alliance of American Football, which is the, the USFL was at 3.07 million. The Alliance of American Football was 3.25 million. So there, there was a bit of a decline there. The second game, uh, the, well, ABC second game, St. Louis and San Antonio on Sunday was the most watched of the opening weekend with 1.57 million. Yeah. So uh, viewership, not disastrous, still good, but definitely decline. Yeah. Yeah, from 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 the opening league, but there was a lot happening. Right, you had the NBA All Star Weekend, and you had, I think, also NASCAR as well. And like, yeah, there was a lot happening. Yeah, you had you had you had Daytona yeah. Five Hundred. You had uh, you yeah. had a, you had you had the Genesis Invitational going on. You had the NBA All Star Game and Dunk Contest. Um, and you know, and, and uh, yeah, so I mean, it's you've you've got and and look, I think at some level, I mean, you know. You've got, uh, you know, just uh, I don't know why I will call it saturation, but I was like, you know, look, I think, I think, I think those numbers aren't terrible. I think the the key is that you know in the past they had that big push in the first weekend, and then people stopped watching. I think the the thing to follow here with with the league and with the USFL is let's let's see let's see this sustain, you know, the audience throughout the season, and I think what's going to really determine that 
is, you know, the, you know, the level of play. Um, I think some of these, so, you know, seeing some of these new rules come into play and, and, and really factor in in week one, we'll have some people tuning in. I mean, you saw, you, you saw some you know, familiar names making plays. I mean, obviously, you know, A.J. McCarron is someone that if you're a college football fan, you know who he is. Um, and if you're a Cincinnati Bengal fan, you probably remember he had a cup of coffee up there with uh, the Bengals before some guy named Burrow showed up and, um, you know, led them out of the jungle and into the promised land. Um, some guy, huh? Yeah, some, some guy. <laughs> some guy named Joe. Um, but, uh, you know, um, I, I, think, I think if you see some, some familiar names starting to elevate in the league, um, you know, that, that'll help. Um, but, uh, you know, look, I think, you know, this, you know, football fans are going to watch, um, there's some people that are, you know, starting to tune into a few other sports, but, uh, you know, look, I, I'm curious to see how this Thursday night game goes. Cause, um, you know, NBA is just starting to kick back up again. Um, you know, we got spring training, baseball, all that kind of stuff happening, but, uh, I'll, I'll enjoy, I, look, I'll, I'll commit to watching, you know, a couple games a week because, you know, I know some, some of the players. Uh, and I want to keep – I want to see how they do. Um, you know, I want to see if they elevate their quarterback play. Um, you know, they had a – you know, they they felt that they were, you know, kind of going after a lot of guys with NFL experience, and that would help them. Um, you know, yeah, I was watching a game that was 6-3 to three at halftime, and it was just – that was that, was that, that, was that Battle Hawks game. I mean, it was just you – know, you know, San Antonio, look, and I'll say this for San Antonio, they show out. They show up, okay? You know, we, we owned a – uh, an arena franchise there in in, uh, uh, in 2012, and, the, and that city got got behind you know that team. We went 14 and two, were the number one seed in, in the uh, you know in the league that year. And our quarterback broke his finger on the first play of the playoff game, and we lost by a point. I digress, but I, but that city shows up, and I think it was kind of neat that the uh, you know the Rock you know you know has already announced that's where the you know the the XFL you know championship game will be. So that city is always going to get behind their football. And, um, you know, it kind of was a, a crushing way for them to lose a game. Um, but um, we'll see. You know, I think I think that's a city that gets behind it. Uh, you know, right now you've, you've got the, you know, their their philosophy now is, you know, teams are playing. Uh, the teams are all practicing in Arlington, and then they kind of disperse to the, uh, the home market for the, those games. So. Um, you know, the, the teams and the players aren't living in the markets yet. Um, and, that, and that's just, you know, one of those things that, you know, as this league matures and grows and, uh, you know, they can sustain that. Then, then I think you get you start building, you know, building relationships with your markets and things like that. Um, you know, yeah. XFL's you know, kind of expanding out into, you know, a couple more pod markets this year instead of all playing and, you know, living and playing in one. Um, they're at least getting out into the, you know, into pods this year, what I think Indianapolis, Michigan, um, uh, you know, New England and, and the Birmingham market, you know, I think are kind of their pods this year. So, yeah, you know, interesting to see how it works, but, interesting. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, it's football. Fantastic. It's football, Speaking man, of man. the NBA. Uh, yeah. 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 Speaking of the NBA, we had the NBA all-star, all-star weekend. We had a couple of announcements there. The NBA launched a new um, feature where you could virtually sub yourself yeah. into a into a player. Yeah. You can sub yourself as a player 
into a live NBA game. Yeah, avatar yourself in and get to be Giannis. Unbelievable. You know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Crazy, eh? Hey? I saw that, you know. Madness. Well, you know, it, well, you know, look, it's technology is, uh, you know, is advancing. I, I remember seeing some of this technology when I was at CES. Uh, a lot of the, you know, the digital 3D technology where they scan your entire body and then all of a sudden there your 3d version of yourself was in the metaverse moving around in front of you and you're just like going wow you know it's kind of weird and but this is kind of cool stuff right um you know look and and what we're finding you know the nba is is you know wanting to be on cutting edge and trying to get younger and younger fans you know engaged in the game uh because you know there's a generation that's starting to cycle out um, and those, and the kids that are watching are into technology. And so, you know, you know, we've seen the, you know, the Oculus stuff and, and, um, and AI is something that, uh, you can project yourself into a game now. Um, uh, maybe you got more people, you know, interested in watching a game because, uh, uh, they've decided to, uh, sub themselves in for LeBron, you know, during his run for the scoring title or whatever. So, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of have some fun with it. Um, I, personally, yeah. personally, yeah. I would like to take, you know, um, you know, Hall of Famers, you know, legends and, and put yeah. them in. So I'd love Charles Barkley to, to be playing for the, uh, the Suns, you know, and, uh, and, and, dro- yeah. and drop Kareem into the, uh, to the Lakers uh, to see if, you know, to see if he can wow. help make the run. <clears throat> you know, that would be something yeah. that would be fun because because God knows I can't help. I mean, I'm 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 a yeah. I'm a very poor man's Kurt Rambis, and 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 that's and that is doing a very big disservice to Kurt Rambis because he won a couple rings and was a damn hell of a player for a long time. But you know, um, I, I I think it's kind of uh look, it's it's neat technology, it's kind of cool stuff, but uh, you know, really just another way that that the NBA is trying to uh, uh, you know speak to the younger fan and develop a younger fan base. Yeah. Is the is the NBA All Star Game broken? <laughs> I, I I think they are pretty much all broken in general um, because you know if you're having one mid season, you don't want to get you, you don't want to get hurt in an All Star Game that doesn't yeah. mean anything. And you know we're 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 already dealing with the load management stuff these days, and so it's hard. All right, it, it's hard, uh, and 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 and. You know, I, I used to go to a lot of these games, um, you know, back in the uh, early, not early to late 90s. Uh, you know, I was working for an organization that ran the three-on-three basketball tournament at all the NBA jam sessions because we were partners with the NBA, and so we were there. And so I was going to the slam dunk contest when some guy named Jordan was winning it, and, and you know, Harold Miner won it, and, and, you, and the guys were playing the game. Kobe was in it, and Shaq. And I mean, those guys were playing. You know, those guys were were in that game, and it meant something. They were in the dunk yeah. contest. They were in the three-point shootout. I mean, it was, it, you know, and, and, you know, it it was an honor to be there, and you played like it. I don't know yeah. that, you know, you know, being named to the All-Star game, and now it's, you know, they're, you, you, it's not even East versus West anymore. You know, it's like, hey, you know, you name two captains, and then you pick a squad. Um, and, uh, you know, so it's – you know, it's it's different. But again, uh, you know, it, it kind of goes back to the, the Pro Bowl being a flag football game now. I mean, I, I will always remember Sean Taylor taking out the freaking punter 
and he didn't care. I, he was playing a football game. He had a helmet and pads on, so he played it the same way he did if it was a, an NFC championship game. You know, you know, you know. Sorry, I'm 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 the get off your lawn guy right now, but I remember those games when, yeah. they, when they meant something. You know, I think the you know, yeah. I, I think I think I think Major League Baseball, you know, has still got a game that's that's close to you know because you know pitchers pitch three innings and you you sub guys out, but I mean the guys are playing a couple innings and they're playing hard. They're playing they're playing to win because it means something. It, it you know at the end of the day, winner gets home field advantage for the World Series. You know, so there's so what's what do you think is the is the actual problem though? Like what what is it? Uh, the athletes I, don't want to. I, I don't look, want to actually yeah, I, compete or yeah. Well, a couple things. One, I, I don't know that the athletes appreciate it anymore. I think look, it's a generational thing. I don't think that this this generation of athlete, majority of them, grew up seeing an all star game that played any defense that mattered. You know. Everybody's writing into their contracts. You know, you get a bonus for being in the All Star, being named to the All Star. I'm like, you know, you know, being named to it's one thing, but you know, why are we, why, you know, why are we, why are we, you know, making cities um, bid on this event? It's, you know, I, I don't know what the. I mean, I saw the ratings are the lowest rated of all time. I don't know what Salt Lake City got out of this because, you know, I don't know how many people circled this and said, Hey, I'm going to Salt Lake city. Um, if you, if you didn't have to be there. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the, the product, I mean, we had a, we had a damn G leaguer, you know, a, you know, win the dunk contest because of And, and ironically, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of people don't, don't, you know, didn't, well, I shouldn't say that he was probably the most well-known of the guys in the dunk contest not because he's an NBA player, because he was on, he was, he, he, he was a, he and Zion Williamson had, you know, 800,000 followers in high school because of the, their dunks in, in high school games. I mean, this Matt, Matt McGlone was a, yeah. was a, he was a, he was a, he was a name, you know, on social media for his dunks, not because he was an NBA player. I mean, and, and, and I, there's a part of me that, that, that says, you know what? NBA All-Star game should be a celebration of the game. And if our pro guys don't want to play, then let's then let's bring the overtime kids or let's bring the uh you know the street legends. Let's bring, you know, let's play this at you know at you know at, at the courts in you know in Harlem or you know Cabrini Green or you know go out to Venice Beach or whatever. You know, let's let's make it, you know, let's make it entertaining where guys are playing hard because you know, I Again, I saw a few highlights and have heard enough comments that there wasn't a lick of defense. There was no, you know, the, the game that was being, you know, broadcast on Sunday was was just a, an abomination of, to basketball because it, you know everybody was just Olay defense, not not playing hard, trying, you know, everybody's just trying to alley oop dunk themselves or whatever. And you know, at the end of the day, I mean, it was it was it just wasn't a game. You know, at the end of the day, it just wasn't so, a game. So just to, just just to back what you're saying it was the least watched edition in nba all-star game history like lowest ever they had an average of 4.59 million viewers uh it was a drop from last year's uh 6.28 million viewers that's dropped 29 percent from 2022 yeah well you know again and at the end of the day you're, um, that's not a good sign. Yeah, your things are going down well, and, and not up. Yeah, and and at the end of the day, you're um, 
you know, as a fan, as a consumer, you, you vote with your you vote with your wallet. You vote with your uh, you know your time. You know your time. And and a lot of people said, you know, it's not worth my time to watch this. And I know we're in a society now that we're not watching a lot of things live. We're recording it or whatever. But you know, we look. We still watch. We we still watch the Super Bowl. We still watch you know NFL football on Sundays. I mean, we we schedule to watch that live. We don't record it and go do other stuff. We watch that live. I mean, you can't watch sports. Record it, can't. It ruins the whole purpose of the game. I know, but you know, uh, you know. It, so, it, but it, but again, again, there's always there. You know, it's been appointment viewing, and and look, I remember growing up. You know, the the you know Major League Baseball All Star Game was you know right in the middle of the summer. It was it, it was a game you you know you went over to someone's house and you watched because you know it was it was because you know we didn't have interleague play back back then, and so it was the first time you got to see you know. You know, some you know the the American League and the National League play each other, and you could always say like, you know, Cal Ripken's better than you know this guy or that guy, and you finally got to see him play. You know, then it wasn't a World Series, but you got to see him play in an All Star game and 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 kind of shape up and, and size up. Um, and uh, and you know, it's it's just an evolution. And I, I you know, again, uh, you know, they're they're I, I get that maybe the NBA you know needs a midseason break. There should be an All Star game. It should be a celebration, uh, and maybe you get named to the All Star team. But the game, let's not make a play a game because they don't really want to play a game. They don't. They don't really care. Um, I, I, I'd I, I'd much rather uh, see a um, you know you know bunch of uh, uh, you know and one street ballers out there playing. You know and yeah, and one mixtape game. You know. Get the get the champions Absolutely. of the uh, you know the uh, you know the Harlem League playing the the champs out of you know Venice Beach and have those dudes play you know I mean you know get, get like I said make it a platform to showcase maybe the future of the game I mean you know overtime league something like that I mean you know college basketball's got their platform but you know let's you know let's do something that 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 showcases the game I mean hell at the end of the day you know you just mentioned we can now start projecting ourselves in there. I mean, is this just going to become an avatar game? You know, hey, it's, it's it's not really LeBron, but it's a hologram of LeBron playing. You know, you know. <laughs> and so if you, yeah. if if, Le, if LeBron, does, you know, and, you know, again, I know he dinged himself up a little bit, but I mean, if if the LeBrons and the and the Anthony Davises and the Joel Embiid's and the you know Kevin Durant was hurt, and you know, you got guys that get hurt, and that's fine. I, I get it. But if you know, if you're stars of the game that are healthy don't want to play. I mean, hell, they don't want to play now when the game counts. I mean, they, you know, they're charging you and me, you know, a lot of money to go see those games. Um, I, you know, I'm not getting my money's worth, you know, there's, a, you know, kind of, you know, alluding to that a little bit, you know, Kevin Durant was, you know, was rumored to be, you know, making his debut, you know, Friday night here in Phoenix. So the tickets were going through the roof. Guess what? Kevin ain't playing. He's going to start on the road on Sunday. So there's all these all these people got suckered into buying, you know, secondary market tickets to go to, go to the Suns game on Friday night, thinking that Kevin Durant's going to play. And now they're holding a ticket and Kevin ain't playing. Now they're probably going to go. But, you know, wow. But, that's, that's, but, you know. That's pretty, that's pretty disappointing. <laughs> yeah, you and I both know when we get to the Super Bowl that those teams are there to play. You, yeah. know that, you know that every Sunday, you know, there's no load management in the NFL, you know. Um, yeah, I think that I think we're you know that layer of load management and then you know 
you know, guaranteed contracts, guys, guys, you know, not wanting to, not wanting to play and, and opting out of stuff. And, you know, it's, you know, the fan, the fan at some points got like, man, you know, we're, we're going into a recession and I'm not going to spend my money on this crap. Uh, you know, I, I, as much as you love the game and I look, I love the game. I just, you know, I, I think that, that we, as, as marketers and as, as, you know, as, you know, operators of, of, of leagues and, and, and players that are getting, you know, paid a, you know, handsome, handsomely because their, their talent is that, you know, perform, come, come, come to the show. You, if you if you show up, play, you know, if you're injured, I get it. I don't want you to, I don't want you to ruin your career, but we all, we all play hurt, you know? So, so play if you can play, you know, and, 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 uh, you know, I, you know, the old adage that, uh, you know, uh, you know, a lot of those players would say, Hey, you know, the reason I play, came to play every night is that, you know, there's probably some kid that's the only game he's going to be at all year. And he came to see me play. So I want him to get my best, you know, that, that, you know, that, we want it. We want to ask why Michael Jordan was the greatest. You know, we want to get into that debate. That guy played 82 games every year he could. Every year. The only time he didn't was when you know, obviously, when he broke his foot, and he wasn't load managing back in those days. That dude was balling every game. You know, I think there was some stat that I was seeing last week that they were talking about the scoring title. And the top ten scores, I think, um, like two or three of them played more than sixty games. Really, got an eighty-two game season. You know, when, when wow. Michael Jordan was winning, yeah. was winning titles and winning scoring championships, he was playing eighty-two yeah. games. He was also on 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 uh, nine all defensive first teams. You know, he won six MVPs. He won six titles, six six Finals MVPs. I mean. You know, I'll, I'll just I'll just drop the mic on that and say there's not anybody else in his at his nah. level doing that. Because if you're loading, if if you're if you if you load manage at this stage of your career and want to say you're the greatest, yeah. then then please retire. You know, I, because, yeah, precious. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, very I, very precious. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, again, I, look, I think LeBron is is an incredible player. You know, I do, I, you know, but, yeah. but, uh, you know, play every game, dude, because you're, you're on a team that can't afford you to take a night off. <laughs> you know? Yeah. hundred percent. Do you, do you remember the, um, the game? I think it was against, I think you against, against, against the jazz in one of the finals. Yeah. He, he, he went out and ate and he caught food poisoning. And, yeah. oh, he, he, and he balled out. He, he still played. Yeah, he, played. he came yeah. in and he played. So I mean, and that's what, and that's what I see is really missing in today's world, which is that these athletes that they're making so much money that they've lost the love of the game. He loved the game. He loved the sport. You know what I mean? He always believed. He and he always used to say, "Red." And blue, they both they, they both buy jerseys. So I'm a man of everyone. In, in today's world, that's all become madness. Uh, everyone's so worried about that's so worried about um, 
their load management, the investments off the field, and all these other things that really, at the end of the day, the the only thing that's 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 really important as a, as an uh, athlete is that you come, you do your job, and you 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 pretty much play the game because that's what people are there. People are there to um, watch you play 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 the game. It's not a a matter of sort of, oh, yeah, I've got to manage this and I'm going to invest in this and I'm going to do it. Yeah, sure, you can do that, fine. But what people want to see from you is your skill, your ability in that sport. That's what fans care about Well, at the end of the day. Yeah, no, again, and that's, that's um, like I said, that's that's just one of the things that, that has, has uh, you know, permeated into, you know, certainly the NBA um, and uh, – you know, as, as, look, it's just at the end of the day made it a, uh, a, uh, you know, we, we get what we got on Sunday as an event. We, you know, the, um, you know, the dunk contest, you know, we had four guys that, you know, you know, three of them you really didn't know. And, and one guy you knew if you, if you followed, you know, Twitter and overtime, you know, you knew who he was and, and, and you probably weren't surprised that he won, but, you know, that, that was, you know, that reminded me of, of the kind of guy that we would have come win the dunk contest at our hoop up tournaments, our upper deck slam dunk competition. And, you know, the middle of the streets of city near you, you know, we'd have these dudes coming out of nowhere, you know, just, this were dunkers, you know? And, and so there's a part of me that says, you know, there's a, there, you know, there's that love affair and that, 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 that part of the game that says, Let's go. Let's let's take the let's take the All Star Weekend back to the streets a little bit. You know, let's. You know, I, as I mentioned, I said I'd love to see that M one mixtape game. You know, with uh, with all those guys with the great nicknames and the handles and you know the you know the hip hop music blasting and and just dudes schooling people because uh, you know when you're watching the best of the best, you want to see the best of the best play. You don't want to see them. You know jogging up and down exactly. the court, yes. you know, half-assing it. That's yeah. much more fun if it's, you know, the professor and, and, and all these guys that you kind of know that that's their, that's their stick and their gig. And then you're just watching, you know, guys, yeah. you know, look, look, we might as well just get the Globetrotters and the Washington Generals out there because that was more of a competitive game <laughs> than what we saw the other night. You know, let's put the Globies yeah, out there. Yeah. Let's do that. But, you know, and, and, and make, the, make the dunk contest, I mean, I, you know, if Zion isn't going to do it again, he's injured. But but if those if Ja Morant's not going to do it, and, and you know, then then the dunk contest should just. I'm not saying you get rid of it. Just go, hey, you know, send us your send us your dunk highlights, and we'll we'll select, you know, six guys from from around the world that can dunk, and bring them here and put that show on. That's what I'd like to see. That'd be a hell of a lot more fun. I'd, I'd watch that. I'd want a ticket to that, but I don't want to, I don't need a ticket to hundred, you know, and, 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 you know, you, you know, all the NBA guys will be sitting on the sidelines with their, there's, you know, knowing that like, here's some, here's some dude from France that could just bounce and he's just pogo sticking over dudes and they're just going, but you know, he probably can't shoot a jumper or got no handles, but he's got, he's got hops. And I'm like, Hey man, I'm all in for that. It's a global game. Let's 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 highlight yeah. that. Let's have some fun with it. So, you know, 
we'll see. You know, it's look, it's it's not my job to fix it. I mean, obviously, there's some smart people at the NBA that are are probably marinating on the on the on the numbers, and and I'm sure Adam Silver saying we need to do better. Our fans have told us we didn't give them something that they really cared to watch. So, absolutely, it, it, it'll it'll absolutely. You know, let's 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 see. Let's see how these final twenty plus games of the regular season go. We're you know we'll have a hopefully an exciting uh, you know play in series, and then you know we're gonna have a, we're gonna crown a champion. That, that's the one thing we know. And there's a lot of guys injured that are coming back healthy. We got guys going to new teams uh, that have kind of changed the uh, you know talking about betting. We've seen some odds change with some of these mid season trades. So you know the the NBA is still a great game. You know, when, when guys are playing and, you know, like it matters. And, and now, you know, we're going to be getting to that point where, where games are going to matter. Um, you know, don't be taking nights off because you're, you know, there's some guy, there's some teams that are fighting for playoffs. I mean, the West is crazy. You got from six to 13 separated by, you know, three games, three and a half games. I mean, you know, LeBron chooses, wow. you know, if, if LeBron chooses to sit out three of the next six games, his team, his team could, you know, drop six games out of the, you know, further out of the playoff picture, or he could play all six games. They yeah. could win all six, and they could be in sixth place. You know, three games up. I mean, you know, who knows? Yeah. I mean, so it's, look, it's yeah. it's um, you know, the West is going to be wild. I mean, you know, obviously the Suns are are, are back in this mix. You're going to see Steph come back. Um, you know, got some young. You, you got you got you got the Nuggets and and you know out there doing their thing. Um, Jokic is going to make it real hard for people not to give him the, the, the MVP for the third time in a row um, because yeah. it, it, he's doing the exact same thing he did that he got two MVPs in a row for and his team's in first place and so you're going to have to wake up and say no, 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 I, I don't want to give it to him this time no, so you set the precedent yeah. that you did you gave it to him for doing this and they didn't win a championship and they didn't go in as the first pick or the first seed now they're the first seed, and he's doing it again. And he's actually got a higher average in both, you know, points. And he's a walking triple-double. So, wow. I, you know, again, I, I can digress because, you know, there were years that um, some guys got the MVP because they just didn't want to give it to Mike because they could have given it to Mike every year. And he, <laughs> and, 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 he, yeah. and he just went and won titles when they didn't give it to him. So he just like said, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so – but yeah, look, it's um, we're we're going into the fun part of the NBA. We're we're definitely guys are are, are playing. It matters, and you know, let's just kind of get the taste of that All Star game. For those of you that watched it, consumed it, I didn't um, get that taste out of your mouth. And let's remember this game as being a the great game we like watching. And let's move on to um, our friend Vince McMahon. <laughs> hey, and uh, and see why. Why? Why he wants to sell WWE for a a uh, mere nine billion dollars? Well, you know, we started, you know, part of this podcast talking about, you know, his third attempt, or you know, his his, you know, he, he he's made two attempts at football and lost money on both of those. Um, there was a lot, quite a few lawsuits that uh, came around uh, with that. I mean, there was some, uh, you know, I guess it came out that he had some. Uh, um, relationships with employees that were uh, inappropriate, uh, and uh, you know, I think it, at some point, 
when you're in this game and someone's going to offer you $9 billion for something that is scripted and everyone knows is fake, you know, at the end of the day. And 100,000 people still, still come out and watch it. That's right. <laughs> if, 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 if it's still working and you've got someone that will pay you 9 b and I can't, I can't remember how old Vince is. Vince, is, I think, is in his 70s. Hey, man. 76. Yes. Hey, man. Yeah. You know, I, I, I tip my cap that you know from a business from a business standpoint you uh you, you know you took some risks you 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 created a uh, you created a business that is continues to grow um and you got 9b on the other side of this and what is i think one of the saudi funds wants to buy it or something i mean yeah hey man that that paper spins everywhere um and you don't have to deal with any bs anymore i mean like i you know, sunset it, man. It's great. You know, I mean, you got to have a good life. You don't have to deal with this crap anymore. I mean, you know, we've, oh, I, no. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we've seen people have to sell things for, you know, being forced to sell, um, that, you know, and, uh, and everybody's like, oh, you know, it's a shame that he has to sell this and he gets, you know, $4 billion for it. Well, you know, you know, don't don't hate on people. You know, buying a buying an asset that appreciates. All right, you may not like them. What's wrong with success? Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with that? I mean, and, and look, you know, am I? So people will. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not. A, I'm not a daily consumer of WWE. But look, I grew up on on pro wrestling. You know, in the in the South, that was the, my Dusty Rhodes and Wahoo McDaniels and you know. Sting Sting, from my time, the big show. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, you know, some guy named The Rock, I mean, you know, kind of came up in that time. I mean, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, hey, you know, he's run a a successful, you know, endeavor, a successful business. I mean, you know, he's, you know, he's had his, you know, daughter involved and, you know, some of his former talent has gotten involved and, and, you know, it's just grown. I mean, they went through a pandemic. They found a way back. They, you know, he was, you know, he was a guy willing to start the XFL. And I, look, if you remember, I mean, I, dude, that first year, that the first, the first night of the XFL when, you know, you know, Vince McMahon got out there and, you know, they played in Vegas and, you know, they launched that thing. Dude, I was watching. I was all in on that. It was great. I was like, you know, spring football, hell yeah. And it's Vince McMahon and he's just going to, Talk smack and and look that first that first iteration of the XFL gave us you know the, the sky cam gave us a lot of things that you see in the NFL today. The NFL yeah. was smart. They was like, okay, there's some things there that I like. Let's let's take some of that. We can learn from them. Yeah, man. I mean that yeah. that camera dude in the huddle. I mean, and all the mic'd up stuff. NFL wasn't doing that back in you know early 2000s. You know, Vince McMahon said, hey, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm giving you all access. You know, the nicknames on the jerseys, he yeah. hate me. I mean, it was good. I mean, I, you know, I was in. And Vince McMahon made you think about the game different. You know, but, you know, it, it you know, it, it, it didn't work. But, you, you know, a lot of those guys, you know, Steve Young and all these guys, you know, guys, were good, you know, that were on that, got into the NFL. It was cool. But, you know, hey, I, I, I challenge any one of us, you know, listening to this podcast, certainly you and me talking on this podcast. Someone comes to me and knocks on my door and says, "Hey, man, I love what you're doing. I want to pay you nine billion for it. And I want you just to ride off in the sunset." <laughs> <laughs> Here's the routing number, cowboy, right here. Gotcha. Yeah, hundred percent. It's easy to talk 
from the earth, I'm going to say no. Yeah, look, I don't wish anybody offered that. I'm on, I'm, don't even think twice. I'm on the next flight down under to come see you. You know, I'm like, I'm good, man. Let's see what else, <laughs> what's next? What are we doing next? Private. <laughs> I, dude, I, I probably still jump on Qantas just because, you know, I'm, I'm that kind of guy. Yeah. You know, want to support the people. Yeah. Don't want to change. Just want to, you know, yeah, I, I yeah. may fly, may fly first class, but I don't need to fly private down there. That's, bur- that's yeah. burning gas, man. That's burning, that's burning, that's burning cash I don't need. You know, gotta, I got yeah, I got to make that nine billion last. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a lot of new well, I'll have a lot of new friends if that happens. Speaking of, oh, for sure, for sure, it's always the case. Speaking of, uh, speaking of the billions conversation, we have our friends Apple TV back. They're emerging as pretty much front runners for the Pac-12 college football rights. I mean, what's, what's going on? What's, well, what's, yeah, yeah. What's, what is Apple up to? Well, look, we, we talk, we've talked about this. We've watched them and, um, you know, Amazon. And we've, we've watched, the, you know, the subscriber-based, uh, you know, platforms, you know, wanting, you know, that, that are, you know, have made the decision to get into sports. They got to consu- They got to get their content. And the Pac-12, we don't know what – we yeah. don't look. The Pac-12 is going to be a lot different. Um, and so I think some of the bigger yeah. networks are, you know, obviously you, the Big Ten just got a big deal. Um, SEC's got yeah. their deal. You know, you've got the Big 12 out there getting theirs. Pac-12, you know, look, Apple Apple is, you know, you know West Coast, you know, obviously San Francisco. And so, you know, Pac-12 country. Um, and, you know, uh, you, know you, you look at college football, Lots of lots of college football fans are consuming on Apple iPhones and iPads, you know. Um, so, yeah. so for them, you know, one, it's it's content, it's it's known content. Obviously, it's going to change uh, when SC and UCLA leave, and and then they probably add a couple more. Yeah, teams. it's going to be a big one. Actually. It's going to be a little different. Yeah. Um, and and you know, look, they're going to be players. I mean, look, the proof. We're going to have to watch and see what happens. Um, you know, obviously, this this uh, this this their foray into the MLS is going to be quite interesting. You know, I mean, you know, I, I expect it to do well. Um, you know, I mean, they're they're smart people running those organizations, and I don't expect it to flop. But uh, you know, I would say that the you know knowing the uncertainty uh, that lies ahead with the Pac-12, I think that hampered their you know normal TV, you know, contract conversations, because it's, you know, hey, your two biggest names are leaving your conference. Um, and, you know, so that's going to, you know, there's, yeah. you know that, that leverages, um, you know, you, you're not necessarily holding some leverage against, you know, traditional, um, you know, Fox, ABC, whatever. But Apple, man, I want to get in. I, I'm the new kid on the block. I want to get in on this. And college football is a platform that's still, you know, a viable known commodity platform. Hey, I'll come in. I might overpay a little bit, you know, because, hey, executives at Apple probably went to Stanford or went to Cal, you know, went to Pac-12 institutions. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, yeah. hey, that's my school. I'm in. I'm on that. I'm going to be part of that. Yeah. But but more importantly is that, you know, they need to build out that content. And if, you know, ESPN and Fox and ABC and CBS aren't going to, you know, don't don't feel that they they can justify the price that the the Pac-12 is asking for. You know, 
you know, then they're, they're, they're walking away from it. And Apple's like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm your huckleberry. We'll Let's take go. it up. Yep. I'll take it up with our, you. Let's go. Our alumni will, will take it up and run with yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. You know, look, you know we're, we're building so, yeah. out a sports platform and we're getting MLS. Mm-hmm. We've got Pac-12 football. Those are two things that you, those are two, two very valuable logos that can go out there, you know, in, in the marketplace and gives you some legitimacy. Um, Let's see what happens. See what happens. Absolutely, and I think that pretty much brings us to an end. I mean, it's been an awesome episode. We've had a chat about pretty much all the the big news over the last week in the world of sport. Once again, Rob, thank you very much. Uh, thank you to all who join in on 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 Twitter in our conversations. Thank you to all those who listen on the on the podcast. Once again. If you haven't already, please subscribe, leave a review, a positive review, and tune in next week. Any parting words, Rob? Uh, no. Uh, you know, again, um, the, the, the shortest month is about over. Um, so looking forward. You know, we've got pitchers and catchers uh, reporting here. We'll start talking probably a little bit more about, uh, you know, looking at the upcoming Major League Baseball season as it'll be the uh, first year they have patches on the jerseys uh, this coming year. So we'll, you know, we'll probably talk a little bit about that as we're starting to see those patch deals unfold uh, in Major League Baseball. But, uh, you know, hey, looking forward to, uh, you know, again, watching the, uh, you know, the playoff push in the NBA, watching the, uh, you know, the, the push in the college in college basketball towards the Final Four. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll start seeing draft talk, uh, you know, coming around the corner. We'll see the USFL kickoff here, you know, in the next uh, month or so got a lot of fun things ahead of us um, but I look forward to, to catching up and chatting next week all right then thank you all we'll catch you all next week all right peace take, take care, care. bye bye thanks for listening to the sports finder podcast subscribe to our show for the latest episodes on spotify and apple podcasts and for more information check out our website at sportsfinder.com